Go home. Go home. Go home. Guys and welcome to episode 96 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host Eric Madura, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend Brian Abushakra. Brian, yo, how you doing today? I'm good. That transition was the best. <laughs> it was the <laughs> slowest. Somebody in the chat at the last second, right before we were going to transition, right before we were going to go live, they said, "Do a cool transition." And we did. And we did. It was a damn. That was a cool transition. <laughs> it just it was so slow. He, like crawled. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Well, guys, it's the 96th best episode of this podcast. Can you believe it? Closing in on 100. Uh, number 100, a big episode for the Go Home Show. I don't think I've done 100 of anything in my whole life. Uh, so uh, maybe 100 episodes. That's going to be crazy. No, I know you've done 100 fucks. I not. That's not true. I know he has. Nope. Uh-huh. It's not true. Yeah. It's not even true. Ah, not even one. Yep. Abstinent. <laughs> big ups to God. All right, Sammy Sosa. Big ups, big ups to God. <laughs> That's what's up. Who do you think Sammy Sosa's favorite wrestler is? Uh, I would think uh, Carlito. Why? Uh, Why? Car- Go ahead. Caribbean is close to Cuba. Where do you think? Where do you think Sammy Sosa is from? Cuba. He's from the Dominican Republic. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> well, there you have it. I thought he was from Cuba. A little bit, uh, a little bit of inside information for you guys. There you have it, uh, guys. We're back. Uh, it's another week of professional wrestling that we have to cover, uh, but some stuff's going on. Some news in wrestling. Kenny Omega is the New Japan IC champ. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, New Japan on fire. It's always tearing it up. So that's exciting to see. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Bullet Club, or Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and, uh, uh, Scott Hall Jr., uh, they're going by the name The Elite. I like it. Yeah. The Elite. So they're going by that. That's That's cool. cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so no longer Bullet Club, I suppose. Uh, Anderson and Gallo said their goodbyes. I think it was at New Beginnings. Yeah. Um, so, New Beginnings and New Ends. There you have it. It's going to be an uh, interesting year for wrestling. Yeah, really, 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 really interesting. Yeah. Uh, some news that came out last week. Hmm. Titus O'Neil got suspended for 60 days for when the Daniel Bryan celebration thing ended. He, like, grabbed Vince McMahon in, like, a playful way, and then Vince McMahon was like, ah, I'm playful, and then uh, he got suspended. Yeah. Apparently Vince McMahon got upset. I don't The The more I see footage of this... And the more news that comes out, like, the weirder it gets. Yeah. Because there was just, like, the one shot mm-hmm. where it's, like, fading to black and it happens. And you're like, oh, yeah, it looked like Vince McMahon was, like, kind of, like, hey, you know, kind of, like, playing with him. And, you know, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. But maybe it was. And maybe we just don't know. And then he's suspended for 90 days. And it's like, what the fuck? And then it was 60 days. And it's like, that's still a long time. And then another video came out showing it from a different angle, like, from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And you see it happening. And it answers no more questions. Nope. It just looks like the same thing, but from a different angle. And you're like, it looks like everyone's fine here. Yeah. Apparently, the story as it goes is that uh, Titus grabbed him 
to let Stephanie go first. I think it was, like, in a playful way. Like, ah, ladies first, ah. Yeah. But, like, I think it was just kind of, like, a wrong place, wrong time thing. I, absolutely. I don't know. Like, yeah, because, like, it was one of those things where, like, you see it in movies and you and you think, oh, this would never happen in real life. Where the person, like, gets angry for a second and then just goes, ha ha, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then just walks off like they're trying to play it off like it's cool, but it absolutely isn't. Yep. That's what it looked like. When yep. you see Vince's face, you, you it really looks like that. I don't know what the reason is. If it's, I, I mean, we're uh, this is all just everything yeah. that we're saying is just speculation and stuff that like people are kind of like half reporting because nobody really has any news on it. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird. Um, it's not like Titus was doing anything, anyways. So. Yeah, well, he was getting a minor push, but that earlier that night he lost to Adam Rose. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, well, whatever. Uh, I don't know if he'll be out for WrestleMania. He might, but I don't think so. Um, Kenny Omega is in a Street Fighter tournament in Florida, apparently. Oh yeah. Street Fighter Five, it's out. Here it is. It's fun. It's cool. It plays really like a lot slower than Street Fighter Four in the way where you're like, like plinking and trying to do like these wake up, like chip out, like super for like the end, like that shit. It's not really in here as much. Uh, ultras are gone. What else? Do you have V skills and V trigger stuff? A lot of like very character specific things. The single-player modes in that game suck. Like, there are none. Like, you can't just, like, straight fight the computer. Like... I get it. It's, it, like, fighting games are competitive play. No, but that's bullshit, because you still, like... It, like, the basic thing in a fighting game is, like, okay, like the single-player, whatever, it's not there. I mean, And that... then they have, like... Have you seen, like, the story mode? It's, like, four single-round missions with, like, anime, like, stills in between. It's weird. I'll just watch it on YouTube. It's really bizarre. Um, Lupe Fiasco beat Daigo in a match that I don't believe for a second was legitimate. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, what else happened in wrestling? Uh, Wade Barrett said that he's not going to re-sign. Mm-hmm. So he's done when this contract expires. Yeah. Which Dude. Is, which I don't, I don't know when it does, but I have a feeling it's going to be before the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't blame him. Very happy for him and his career. I mean, he, what he did was good. What he could have done would have been incredible, mm-hmm. but, uh... We spoke about it a little bit earlier. He's gonna go down as one of the guys who, like, what could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a guy who, every time he was getting a push, he got the brakes put on because he got hurt. Yeah, or something else came up, or... I feel like more often than not, he was, just, not he, he was just hurt. hurt. Yeah. You know, and that, that sucks, but... I liked him a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, wish him the very best, and hopefully he has a, a, a thriving indie career if he goes on to choose to do the indies and everything, if that's what he wants to do, go back to England, I, I have no idea. So, um... Yeah, I mean, but he was around here for, like, almost ten years. I mean, he's around for a long time. So, yep. I'm, well, I'm, I'm happy that he was here, I'm happy that somebody like that uh, was able to come over and, and have even minor success. Mm-hmm. He, what, six-time, five or six-time IC champion? Yeah, I think so. Yep. It's pretty impressive yep. still. Yeah, oh, definitely. Because the record's nine with Jericho. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that's that's crazy news that he's going to be gone. Uh, crazier news, WWE is going to have a cruiserweight, glo- a global cr- cruiserweight tournament. Yeah. With 32 competitors from all over the world competing in a 10-week tournament at Full Sail University. Uh, whoa. That's... I'm really excited about that. That's really cool. I was reading the uh, press release before I came over here, and it was, um, you know, Triple H basically saying, you know, people always, you know, want these changes, and of course we're willing to change, but things like these 
changes take a lot of legal time that, mm-hmm. that you maybe not have not considered before. Mm-hmm. And that was cool to see them just sort of take a step in the direction of, you know, very different from what Vince McMahon would obviously have gone for. Vince McMahon always wants people on contract. Yeah. Or at least that's the impression that I believe everybody has of him. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that he's going to want a global um, promotion with people from different wrestling organizations coming in. Like, that's one of the things Triple H said in it. It's yeah. Like, it's going to give a lot of exposure to these re- uh, to these wrestlers, and it's going to give a lot of re- uh, promotion to the organizations that they're famous in. So it'll be cool to, uh, to see some of these people from, like, uh, PWG or ROH or evolve and probably a lot of guys from evolve and yeah yeah it's gonna be really interesting um some people are going through and listing who's on the roster who's a cruiserweight and uh you know it's not 32 people so uh be interesting to see who they bring in and who they give a shot and everything like that uh so i mean starts in july i think a lot of time yeah between now and then where uh, a lot of things can change certainly can but who knows if if this is where i have to go to get good wwe wrestling mm-hmm. then the wwe network is satisfying that yeah yeah like like if if that's what it takes that's not, that, that was something i was thinking about while i was reading that if that's what it takes that i have to watch the wwe network to get the kind of wrestling that i'm into uh-huh. honestly i'm fine with that well, yeah but we can go outside of wwe network for that too we find it ever we watch roh and lucha underground and mm-hmm. new japan and everything those aren't there but like as a WWE product, if that's where I have to go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't give a shit. I I would love for there to be like I would. I prefer it to be on the network. Yeah, I wish everything was on the network. Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't have to worry about USA and sci-fi and or whatever the fuck. It's all USA now. I oh, guess. that's right. Yeah. Um, I wish I. It, I wish it was just on. I wish it was just on WWE Network. It'd make my life a lot easier. Do you think if they went complete? I mean, contracts aside, do you think? Not now, but maybe in another six months or next year, if they had everything switched over to the network, they would make more money off of that than they would doing uh, ads through USA or having a contract with USA. I think I think I think people are looking at it wrong. I, it's not an either or. I don't think you have to have one or the other. Mm-hmm. I think right now is that there's a month between Raw going on live to when it comes on the network, and you could do something like Hulu where it's the next day. Mm-hmm. On, I mean, you have, I think there's like an hour and a half cut or like a two hour cut of Raw on Hulu the next day. Hmm. You could have that on the network or you could have the whole show on the network the next day. Yeah. USA doesn't lose anything by having it on the network. Mm-hmm. People are still going to watch it live. I'll probably tend to still watch it live. Yeah. But it'll be nice to know like, oh, I have to do this thing and I have to watch Raw and I won't have to find it online. I can just go to WWE Network the next day. Like, it's already on Hulu. They're missing out on money by not doing this. I agree. People who are going to watch Raw live will also subscribe to the WWE Network. Yeah. Because knowing that it's there the next day, like, fuck, who watches? I'm not going to go out of my way to watch fucking SmackDown. Mm -mm. But if it's the weekend and I have, like, some time to kill and I'm like, oh, new SmackDown. Dude, I'll totally put that on. Yeah. I would absolutely put that on. That's a good point. I I, I I don't see it as, like, a... Yeah, well, are they going to do a TV deal or are they going to do it on WWE Network? There's a harmonious middle ground where these things could magically work together the way they're already fucking doing it with other services. Why would you give it to another service? What? Are you getting a lot of money from Hulu? I guess it's all NBC Universal. Okay. 
So their their contract is that, well, if you're going to put it online, then you'll put it online on our area so that we can still advertise around it. Yeah. So but so how how are you, WWE, as a company, benefiting from that? How 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 is it going on Hulu the next day, mm-hmm. benefiting you, the company, rather than the company that's putting it out? It, what would it not benefit you more as a company with a with an existing streaming service mm-hmm. to have the digital rights mm-hmm. to what you've put out the day before? Uh, I mean, I I would agree with you on that. I think that that was probably one of those things where they had to give up something to get something else, mm-hmm. and that and that was their thing. They're like, fine, then you can have the online streaming rights the next day. Someone in the chat said exposure. Are you serious? Ex- we're doing things for exposure. They're a multi like billion dollar company that's multinational yeah exposure is like the least of the worries like no not exposure Mm -hmm. exposure is not it's just not right so that's it like i I just i disagree with exposure in in this case especially for something that you don't have to grow a brand Mm -hmm. you don't need exposure Mm -hmm. i uh i mean they they did it with nxt and i think obviously nxt's flourished from not i mean it's no longer on hulu right NXT? Yeah. Yeah, I believe you're right. It it used to only be on Hulu, if I I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And now it's not there anymore. And, I mean, boy, has it grown. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that it needs, like you're saying, that it needs 100% be that way. But with TV going the way that it is, this on-demand television, like, they they need to figure out something that benefits them a lot more than it benefits anybody else. I just think money-wise, it doesn't make sense to have someone else be putting it out when you have an existing service that you know would it would sign more people up mm-hmm. to have that yeah because i mean at, at the very- I, and obviously this isn't an over it's exactly what you were saying earlier with like oh you know there's like this behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't know absolutely like today they can't make that change you have to wait until these contracts are near expiring to renegotiate mm-hmm. and, and position yourself where you need to be but i hope that there are people going Hey, I think the future of this is really going to be on here because they're making a lot of money on WWE Network, and they could be making even more. Yeah, that's all I see. Especially because you you could just have it air with the commercials for all the USA shows that it would have, anyways, and all the normal commercials that USA sells. Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, if you can fast forward through it, whatever. Like at least it's still there, and in that case, you're still seeing the image. Mm-hmm. But. I think that this idea of TV as it has been is like, man, it's with with like PlayStation View and Apple TV and Amazon, whatever, all the other services, you have to have something that's more competitive. And as you're saying, when you have the service already, Mm -hmm. why are you letting somebody else benefit off of it? Yeah, that's it. That's that's what I think of that. Uh, PWG, who is putting out Blu-rays now. Pretty cool. Um, They had a show this last week. Mm -hmm. Had a friend who went and uh, he had a very good time. Said that he said that uh, the most over wrestler there, hands down, was Zack Saber Jr. Really? Who, yeah, who will be facing Roderick Strong on night two of All Star Weekend. So I mean, for the title, and I cannot imagine that Roderick walks out with that belt. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think Saber takes it. How long? Have to. How long has Roderick Strong had the belt? Long time. It, but it's been a good run. He's been a dude. He has been a run. monster. Great, great. He's run. been a real piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's very cool. Um, he said there were great matches. He said Chuck Taylor and Chris Hero, or not, I'm sorry, not Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, or Trent, and Chris Hero was like, 
he's like it was incredible of course, the, I mean, the guy's like he's like the guys just killed each other every time i see chris here he just keeps getting bigger and better <laughs> i mean it's true we saw him in may of last year mm. didn't see him again until december yep and he was maybe 20 pounds heavier dude the guy has to be like i mean he's big he's what 300 oh probably i mean uh, he's, he's just, i mean it, yeah i mean he's a big guy he's just a big guy yeah but like every time you see him you're just like man i don't know like you look Ah, oh, is he out of shape? Can he still do it? And then oh, it's like he's—he's he's like a better wrestler now than he was. It, I was gonna say it's like he hit—he hits harder and like cleaner. He's—he's so he's fun to watch. God, Chris Hero rules. Uh, awesome guy. He said Chuck Taylor wins again. So that guy's like undefeated all through 2015, and then 2016 is looking good for Chucky e. T, aka Scoot Tatum. Love it. We'll fucking love you. Shouts out Scoot. <laughs> Shouts out Scoot. Scoot Tatum. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there was other news. Do not remember it. I'm very sorry. But we're already 15 minutes in the show. Somebody's pissed. So let's get to uh, reviewing. Mm-hmm. Here, here's some ASMR. I give you tingles. Oh, it felt so tingly. Right inside your fucking brain. NXT from Central Florida Arena. What do you think of Central Florida Arena? Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't understand. No, like, they didn't hype it up at all. Yep. It was just from that arena. Good for them. Hey, we're down the street. Bigger, uh, hey, okay. bigger place. Okay. That's... Okay. It was just... It was very bizarre. Um, Corbin versus Gargano. Johnny Wrestling Chant to uh, start the match. I like that. Gargano mm-hmm. hits all of his quick spots at the beginning. He's, he's kind of floating in, popping him one, and then getting away. Corbin's pissed. I like that. Uh, lots of heat on Gargano uh, by Corbin. Corbin's just beating him down. Gargano does that uh, schoolboy roll through kick and the diving spear from the apron to the inside. Corbin hits deep six. There's a kick out. He's very upset. And uh, Corbin, who kind of like gets kicked out and then he's standing around, he's taunting and he's yelling at people. I fucking love that Baron Corbin yells at the crowd. Just turns around, eats a super kick by Gargano. Corbin just goes to the outside and he's fucking reeling. Like, he's like, he's like reaching for nothing and like just running into shit. Uh, Gargano chases him around the ring on the outside. Corbin rolls in. Gargano rolls in. End of days. That's it. That's it. I loved the ending of this match. Yeah. I really, like, I thought the ending of this match was really cool. Put Gargano over is like, you know, he's like the little baby face. Look how close he was. He had to go chase down the big guy because like the giant was reeling. Yeah. But Corbin played possum on the outside, came back, and just ended him. Yep. Just took him out. I thought that was so cool. Um, uh, they lo- worked They worked really well together. Yep. I thought this was a cool match, and I liked, uh, I think Corbin yelled, like, you should have stayed in Ring of Honor. <laughs> I just, I love this guy. Like, he's he's so much fun to hate. Yep. He, like, he, genuinely he, a fun heel to hate. He's really come along, I know I've said this probably every week that mm-hmm. we talk about him, really come along, though. I'm very impressed with him overall. Just, it's not like he's the greatest wrestler, but that's fine because he can talk, he can move. Like he's fun all around, and you don't need to be the greatest if you can just if you can hit all the points really well, like Corbin has been. I, like you don't need to be like the top of the top in every single way. You just have to be well rounded, and I think he's really well rounded. He's a big guy who works really good with guys who are a lot smaller than him because Man. it lets him hit his big punches and power moves and stuff. But even guys his own size still looks good against. Yeah. Um. So he's he's fun. He slows down matches and he does it because he's a heel and and I like that. Yep. I loved and Ryan in the chat is absolutely right. I love to hate Baron Corbin. He's a fantastic heel. Feel it's the great. exact same way. Yeah. I love hating that guy. 
Big old piece play, of shit. Playing the role well. He's playing the role well. Uh, you get a Sami Zayn promo? Anything? I mean, it was just easy for No. Hype Bros against uh, Hollis and Skyler. Mojo knocks them out of the ring. Raider hits a dropkick uh, between the bottom and second rope. A hot tag to Mojo. He hits a pounce and then a hyperdrive. There's a broski boot and a hype rider. Notes? None. What? Well, Excuse great, me. Great bounce back win. <laughs> what a couple of winners these guys are. Don't like it. Couldn't care less about this uh, tag team or this match. What? You didn't like John Skyler and Corey, no, Corey Hollis and John Skyler. Yeah, yeah they're right. Yeah. yeah. I think. They look so tiny. <laughs> they looked so tiny. They're like too they, small. They look like, they just look like two little boys like fight, like fighting with dad. <laughs> it was just, and I don't mean that in a mean way. No. Zack Ryder and Mojo Rowley are big fucking just guys. Big guys. I would look small next to them too, but like, it just, it, the visual, had us laughing because it was just like, oh, it looks like they're gonna climb him like a tree. <laughs> they're gonna hold on to Papa's arms. Yep, they're they're tiny. Yep, uh, Bailey Carmella promo. They're in the back. They are best friends, and they are. And Carmella, she's gonna try to win that title. And uh, Bailey says, "No, I'm gonna you can keep the title, and no matter what, we're gonna be best friends." Cool. And guess what? It's exactly what happened. Yep. Love the. Uh, Love the telegraphing of here's what's gonna happen, and then it happens, and then that's it. But we all knew yeah. That was gonna hey happen. guys, I like when everyone's nice and fuck surprises. I mean, did anybody? Think no, but like, I just I thought this was like so. It, like, what a dud. Hmm. The match was good. We'll get to the match and everything. I just <sighs> NXT right now is not thrilling. It's not exciting. I know we're in between takeovers, whatever, but like it feels like a place where anything can happen and nothing does. <laughs> it feels like a place where everything should be contentious and nothing is. Mm -hmm. It feels like the place where you could have gimmicks and things like that where uh, people could butt heads, but everyone's just kind of like nice to each other that's weird kind of yeah i can see that it's definitely not it's not as exciting as it was and i said this last week it's not as exciting as it was last year and i don't know if it's a lack of talent mm -hmm. or if it's you know not developing uh people uh fast enough or the right people in the right places but it just feels like there's a lot of things up in the air i just feel like nothing's exciting yeah. i feel like it's really kind of like bland and even the matches that we get are pretty like middle of the road mm -hmm. like they have not been exceptional um but i guess i mean keep watching it it just feels like raw that's yeah. all um match of the year uh alexa bliss versus cameron they're both heels bliss uh oh cameron knees bliss with the splits or something and then uh she takes like a rope hung back bump. I don't. Uh, Alexa Bliss does that spot where it's like the guillotine neck thing, like neck snap, where someone's on the apron and the other person's on like the inside, and then they're reaching over to like grab them, and then you like pull them down so like their throat snaps against like the top rope, mm -hmm. and then um, it it just it looks so weird. I don't know. It um, Alexa hits the bliss flip and then the sparkle splash. Please change that name. And then, 
it was like kind of like why did this happen yeah i don't who who was the heel both okay they were both the heel both both of them okay both of them that's that's cool i guess that's that's fine brian both of them and cameron looked like the joker so <laughs> yep <laughs> you're not wrong thought she was the heel <laughs> they're both the heel i thought she was gonna do a magic trick it was not <laughs> it was it was weird yeah it was just not very good it was just a bad match enzo and cast promo with chaga chaga and jay joe and um i liked it yeah and uh they're i like fucking funny i like when when uh chad gable just goes i'm layered yeah <laughs> i liked uh when he tried to get them to all say his last name yep. they all said they're they all <laughs> ready Willing and Enzo Cass. What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Everyone, come back. Uh, so I guess they have a they have like an eight way tag or something next week against Blake and Murphy and the Vaude Villains. Is that who it is? I think so. Um, or no, uh, Dash Dawson and um, the uh, and Blake and Murphy. Oh, I think that's right. Uh, uh, Samson versus Sorensen. The crowd chants drift away at the drifter, and then he hits the neckbreaker. Any notes? I don't... Man, I really just don't care about this character. I don't care about the character, but fuck, I lo- Like, this guy has something. Yeah. There's something to this guy. He has a great look. Mm-hmm. I, when he's wrestling in the ring, I think he looks good. Yeah. He. I just don't like the character. The character sucks. It takes forever for him to come down the ramp. I think he needs... Hey, change the character to... Something more like sociopathic because when he gets in the ring and he's got like these big eyes and everything, he's like creative looking. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think like the drifter thing, there's like too much going on. It's, it's, I don't know. He's got like all this shit that he has to take off when he gets, like, like I said, it takes forever to get to the ring. By the time he gets to the ring, he's got to take off his shirt, mm-hmm. his necklace, get rid of his guitar, like just do something else. Mm-hmm. And I, and this is where NXT, I guess, is developmental. Yep. So hopefully that evolves into something something else that's more exciting. Yeah, I, I think there's something to this guy. I just don't think I don't think this is the gimmick. Mm-mm. He's got the size, he's got the look, and he moves well in the ring. It's just this this gimmick is not one that I think he can really sink his teeth into. I, I would love to see him get some kind of a change or like just shift gears on the character to something darker and meaner and less... Like, why is he... He doesn't have to, like, carry a guitar. He could get in there and, like, be, like, a weird, scummy psycho guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's Dean Ambrose's gimmick, but... Uh, it's... His eyes are so expressive that I feel like there's... I don't know. I feel like he's got something. Yeah. Uh, Apollo Crews cuts a promo. He's getting worse every week. Uh... <laughs> Bailey versus Carmella. They hug. Uh, Carmella is doing okay. Bailey is carrying so much of this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like probably, and I'm not saying that as a detriment to Carmella mm-hmm. because Carmella, by the end of this match, like really impressed me. I oh thought, yeah, I and and I think that is probably the general vibe of everyone everywhere. Is by the end of this match, Carmella looked great. Bailey did a lot of work here and made her look so good. Yeah, Bailey did a great job. A lot of credit goes to Bailey in this match. Yep, Bailey hits her, her corner splash, her elbows, and then a power slam. 
Uh, Bailey gets dumped off the top rope to the outside. Carmella kind of like, oh, my friend's hurt, but also the title. She looks back and forth and back and forth between the ropes and Bailey, and then she does a suicide dive, uh, like the, uh, ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funniest part is that uh, she hits the suicide dive, and Bailey is so proud, she smiles and, like, says, like, good job. Yeah, it's so funny. And then uh, Carmella goes back inside and then hits another dive. And the crowd is fucking going nuts. I was pretty excited at that right? point. Uh, there's a kick out that the crowd was like really into. Uh, Carmella hits her Bronco Buster. There's a flat liner and then a leg choke. And then the pin, pin sequence goes back and forth and Bailey wins with a pin on a pin on a pin on a pin. Uh, looked good. Yeah. I like the end of this match. I, I like the last half of this match. Yeah. First half of this match did a good job building the last half. And the last half really delivered. And I thought it was a good title match. And something that I was not expecting much out of. I really enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. um, very cool. And I think that's, uh, you know, if everybody is wondering what they were meaning when they said, like, Bailey needed to stay behind to help, like, bring up the other girls, th- mm-hmm. this is an instance of, of why she's there. God, yeah. Because you need, you need that, that, like, veteran to kind of be there every single day with all the new people to help bring them up that's actively wrestling. Right. Um, because, I mean, you have Sarah Del Rey, but she's, you know, she's their coach. Yep. And they need somebody who, who they can, like, kind of, ping pong ideas off of in the ring and in the crowd right. all of the you know feel of actually being in the main show mm-hmm. and uh and man i think it, it was a great experience for for carmella yeah i thought this was great a great way to get reps and put her in a main event match and it very cool uh, definitely a memorable thing for her in her career yeah uh post-match nia jackson eva come down and jump carmella and bailey oscar makes the save Fuck nia yeah. jackson eva leave Asuka has a face-off with Bailey. Asuka kind of rubs the title and then walks away. Love it. I love Asuka. I oh. love everything she does. Asuka has... Everything she is is, like, a loud quietness. It's so, like, exaggerated with no speech. hmm But, God, she fucking nails it. She's she's really fun. Yep. Everything she does is, like, entertaining, engaging... I, like her movement in the ring, I'm I'm excited to see what those two can put together because that that's got to be like their WrestleMania, whatever they're calling it, Takeover. Dallas. I don't know who's gonna win that match, and I don't know who the crowd's gonna root for in that match. Oscar's the fucking ass kicker, right? So she's got to go on a tear before she faces Bailey. Mm-hmm. She's already been on a tear; she hasn't lost. Mm-mm. But like, she's gonna go on a tear through people, like just beat the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bailey has to sell it. Like, you know, this is going to be, like, my toughest test and all this stuff. And uh, I don't know. I don't know who the crowd's going to, like, root for. I think... Bailey is, like, their girl. But they're not at full sale. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think... I think you have Bailey go over. Because it's another chance to have somebody... Somebody's undefeated streak snapped by somebody legitimate because mm-hmm. Bailey did that for Nia Jax, mm-hmm. and then I think that's when you can move in with the whole Nia Jax thing, and then from there you can have Oscar go against Nia Jax. It's interesting. That that would be my my booking. Yep. Um, but you know, are there are there women who deserve to have that chance before Nia Jax? Definitely. Yeah. I, but yeah. But, but who? I mean, who there? I, I still think that Emma is somebody who could be a credible. Oh, I think Emma champion. should be on the main roster. I don't I don't even consider part of the conversation. She Emma should be on the main roster. I mean, that's absolutely true. But when when they have what they've been doing on the main roster in the past two months, like why would you even want to be up there? I guess. I mean, what are you really doing down in NXT though? 
It's kind of, it, it, yeah. The the this whole women's revolution, divas revolution thing is like. Exactly. Well, at least at least there's two storylines going on. Yeah, and and one of them isn't like a hundred percent like total divas based. There's always one total divas match, and this week it was Paige and Summer. Yeah, but like the rest of the divas stuff, I thought was pretty good. And and even that match was actually a pretty entertaining. Yeah, match. it was. It w- I remember watching it and and like we just we were saying like this is not bad. Mm-mm. This is all right. Okay, cool. Yep. But first, Lucha Underground. What up? Lucha Underground starts with Bengala versus the debuting Cobra Moon. There's a Mamacita chant. Uh, Moon hits a diving Hurricanrana to the outside. Bengala it starts flying and diving all over the place. Hits a seated super kick. There's a moonsault by Bengala onto the knees of uh, Cobra Moon. Cobra Moon locks in the Dragon Sleeper with body scissors. And uh, I don't mean this in a mean way. I just mean this in a very factual way. Probably the worst match to have ever taken place in Lucha Underground. That's funny. That's exactly what I Did you really? It is... It is the worst. Yep, and I put worst. And, and in Brian wrote. Brian wrote worst. Like because by no means is it an awful match. Uh-uh. It is just the worst match in Lucha Underground history. I mean, it, it didn't. It it didn't do what we were all expecting a match at Lucha Underground to do. But that doesn't mean that it was an awful like piece no. of shit. No, it just meant we had a higher expectation. It fell short of that, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean anything bad against the two people because we all know bengal is good yeah we've never seen cobra moon before i think it was just a matter of maybe they didn't have the you know the same cues or things didn't go the the right way this happens it's fine it was still fun and entertaining and better than most anything else you'll find on raw yep uh so definitely you know what the rest of the show was awesome yep (laughs) i don't want to talk shit on lucha underground because i legitimately don't I didn't even, like, watching this match, I fucking hate it. I mm. wasn't just watching it going, ugh. Nope. I watched it, and it ended, and I went, okay, let's, yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Oh, um, th- uh, somebody said, oh, Ryan asked, do we know who Cobra Moon is? Her name is Thunder Rosa, I think, and she wrestled in stardom in Japan, I think. Mm. I think. Look it up. Uh, there you go. Uh, Katrina and Phoenix backstage. Man, I love these backstage. Oh, me too. Like, these are great. All of these vignette backstage things, like they're so they're so engaging and so much fun. Mm-hmm. They make me care about everybody that mm-hmm. they that they feature. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're doing exactly what they need to be. Yep, they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, mm-hmm. let me let me paint a picture for you. Go back in time. People drawing on the ground and carving in the stone. Everyone's whoa! We are we are ancient people. We are visited by a spaceman, Brian. Yeah, a great evil is coming. The seven tribes will be at war. I must go. I have flown off to space and also presumably to the future. <laughs> This is, I think, the single weirdest video package Lucha Underground has ever done. I loved it until they cut to the wide shot and had an After Effects white light play across the sky. It was so funny. It, like, I can't even knock it for being awful because it was like, this is fucking cool. He takes, he's like, 
he's like taking off and like there's sparks on the ground and like a kid's drawn on the ground and you see like the seven parts of like the gift of god's belt and everything like that and you're like oh this is neat yeah it was just so like i love are it. we in the past <laughs> and also this guy's from space <laughs> i don't care oh, i man. i love that they're willing to go that far <laughs> <laughs> me too that's what i liked about it is like they just went this needs to take place in the past and also this guy's from the space well we can't do that nah fuck it we could do that yeah we have a literal dragon <laughs> he's he, he, blow, he blows fire oh, and everything man. oh man that's so funny oh god oh, i thought that was so funny i'm happy that this exists i just wrote so sick <laughs> Katrina is backstage with Queer now, and she says, uh, you didn't kill Phoenix. And he said, uh, yeah, I won the gift of the gods, though, so you're all good. And yep. then she said, no, I'm making a match. Last Lucha standing. Kill Phoenix. Fucking great. Man, I'm in. That's gonna be brutal. Goddamn good. Um, last Luchador standing match. But we get Jack Evans versus Drago next. This is a good uh, video game back and forth match. Mm -hmm. uh, how many moves can you do? Let's just do a lot of them. Uh, Jack Evans bites Drago and then throws some fucking crazy like double front flip kicks. He hit like a crack shoot. Yeah. That was awesome. It was like a reverse Pele kick. It was so cool. It was, man, Jack Evans is so cool. Jack Evans does a handspring eye rake. Hey, Brian, I have one question for you. Uh -huh. and I, you, know, you don't have any scoops. I don't know if there's scoops upcoming, whatever. But I do have a question. Do you think Jack Evans smokes weed? Mm, yes. Whoa. A lot. Well, yeah, well, kind of, kind of took the impact out of that one. <laughs> uh, again, good, uh, good back and forth in this match. Drago hits a flying crossbody to the outside from the top. There's a, a top rope hung DDT that looked awesome. Inside out blockbuster DDT by Drago. And, uh, he goes for the dragon's lair. It gets reversal into a backslide where Jack Evans goes like flips over the top on the backslide and then grabs the feet with his ropes. Like it looked awesome. And Jack Evans got the pinfall real dirty. Cause he grabbed the feet with his ropes. Melissa Santos announcing Jack Evans is the winner. Jack Evans runs over, grabs the mic. He goes, shut up. Let me announce this the real way. Your winner, Jack, the dragon slayer Evans. Fuck you. What a great, so great. What a great heel. What yep. An awesome setup for a feud. Yep. Um, next we get a Tejano video. He makes his return next week. Uh, I care more about him because of this one video than I did all of last season. Yep. I know, I, I know who he is. I know what he's about. I understand his character. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. That's and, it. And it's not like last season he wasn't interesting at all. No, no. I just care more about him from here. Yeah. Yep. Grab the feet with his ropes. Grab the ropes with his feet. Sorry, Ryan. Jesus Christ. Fuck, man. Gotta work all day, dog. Yeah. What do you want, man? Fuck. Yeah. Don't make mistakes, man. You don't gotta be so mean about it. Yeah, get off our backs. What are I you mean... fucking doing, dog? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. He's gonna fuck up your spine, dog. Shit. You're gonna get shorter. No. <laughs> Brian's gonna... Brian, Ryan's gonna make you shorter. I don't want that. Oh, fuck. Uh, Puma and Katrina backstage. Uh, in story here, uh, Conan is dead and in a coffin. And his last words were, forgive me. <laughs> no. Uh -uh. He sucks. Puma Come. walks away. Querno versus Phoenix. 
this is the last Luchador standing match. There's a springboard Rana to Cuerno in the ropes. So Cuerno's like seated on the top rope. And then uh, Phoenix does a uh, springboard Rana onto him. And it was incredible. Yeah. Phoenix dives. Uh, Cuerno walks away and causes the mess. I like that. Uh, here I come! Oh, shit! <laughs> uh, Phoenix gets thrown into the stands, into the barricade. So corks, there's a springboard corkscrew tope to the outside. And then another. Inziguri knocks Phoenix off the top uh, to the outside, where uh, that sets up Cuerno for hitting the arrow from the depths of hell, which is the coolest looking move. It's just the fastest, like, suicide dive you've ever seen. Yeah. It's so fast. Cuerno all of a sudden has a ladder. He sets it up against the uh, the office, the Lucha Underground office. Then he gets a table, and he sets that up. And then Phoenix starts clamoring up. Oh, I gotta get up this ladder. Cuerno chases right after him. Mm-hmm. And then Phoenix gets all the way to the top of the office. Cuerno's almost there. And then Phoenix goes, goodbye. No more dead cops. And then he pushes. And then he pushes the ladder. And the ladder just, woo, through the table. And Matt Stryker just goes, holy shit. Because Cuerno hits so fucking hard. Look, that mat is there. Okay. The table's there. Okay. The ladder lands on him. All right. He hits the ground with such force, it, like, caused me to lose my breath. Oh, God. He he hit, and it was just, like, dead. It, It didn't even look like he bounced. This whole match was just, like, you don't, you guys don't have to do any of this. You're already being entertaining. You really don't have to do any of this. Please, please take care of yourselves. This is too much. That's what happens when violence meets violence. Oh my fucking god, what a great, great match. It was awesome. Mill's pissed. Yep. Uh, Post-match, Mule Muerte's fucking furious because now Cuerno loses, but he sells the gift of the gods. In three episodes, they have established a feud for Mule Muerte's. Mm Mm-hmm. With Phoenix, by having Phoenix have the rightful way, like, he's going to face him, because he has the gift of the gods. Right. Cuerno takes it. Oh, man. And now, you have Phoenix fighting his way back, and Mil Muertes is fucking furious about it, and all you want to see is Phoenix versus Muertes. Yep. In three weeks. Yep. In three weeks, they did that. That's pretty cool. It's fucking great. I love it. God, that's cool. Oh, and, uh... Thinkertron2000 said he didn't win by covering Cuerno with shit. There you go. Awesome. He just beat, they beat the shit out of each other until one guy couldn't get up. Yeah, for, for a pretty damn good reason. Yep. Fell 20 feet through God, a table. That looked awesome. Jeez. It was just a great match and a great show. But Brian, mm-hmm. it's not over yet. It's not even over. Phoenix is celebrating Mil Moritas is pissed. Credits. We go to a police station. We follow a woman walking down a hall. Who is this? It's Sergeant Velasquez sitting at her table. And she says, Officer Reyes, what what the fuck's up? Cut around. It's Ricky Reyes, who was uh, Cortez Castro. Yeah. Can't remember that. I remembered his name. I can't believe it. Can't fucking believe it. That's pretty good. He was in I the would, crew. I didn't know. He I wasn't didn't... Mr. Cisco, the big fat one. And he oh. wasn't Bale, the one who got his face ate. Um... Face ape by fa- by space ape, uh, so she's like Officer Reyes, like what's up? And he said, "My crew infiltrated, and we got in with Blue Demon and and Chavo, but 
shit went south and Bale died. <laughs> and, <laughs> she got fucked up. Yep. And she's like, she's like mad about it. And he's like, what? You're going to pull me off the case? Also, his acting is awful, but that's okay. I don't care. Mm-mm. I don't care. Mm-mm. Because, because, uh, because Sergeant Velasquez or whatever, she's like, no, I'm not pulling you out, putting you back in with a fucking partner. Door opens. Who's going to be, who's going to be the cop? Who's going to, look, here's the thing. Here's what we know about Reyes. He'll do whatever it takes, man. But he's a man who looks like he plays it by the books. Yep. What kind of partner is he going to have? Some kind of loose cannon cop who doesn't who who just plays by his own rules? Yeah. What kind of professional wrestler can be that? I don't know. Open the door. Joey fucking Ryan walks in, lollipop in his mouth, big old fucking mustache, aviators he doesn't take off. Goddamn perfect. So, so fucking happy. Me and Brian, we watched that and we we stood up and just started fucking pumping our fists. We're just like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it was so awesome. I cannot wait. I can't wait for Joey Ryan to debut. I can't wait for the rest of the world to see how good he is. He, oh God, it's going to be so good. Love him. Fuck, I love Joey Ryan. Love Joey Ryan. Oh, he is just sleazy as shit. He fucking, oh, what a, who can play? Hmm, we need a wrestler who can be a 70s cop. Joe, think, don't, Joey Ryan. Joey we're Ryan. done. We're done. We don't need anybody it's else. Fucking perfect. It's so perfect. I love Joey Ryan. God damn, he's going to be so great in this role. And now they have to find Dario Cueto. We got like this whole like, mm-hmm. like yeah, we still haven't seen any of that uh, since uh, the first episode. But that's what Velasquez tells him. She's like, you guys got to get, we got to see what's up with Cueto. Because like, he disappeared. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's going to be cool. Oh, man. Lucha Underground. So good. Please watch it. Once if you're again. not if you're not watching it, please watch it. God, it's so good. It's a lot of fun. Brian, <sighs> speaking of fun. <sighs> appropriately yawning. <laughs> it's raw. Brian, mm-hmm. what'd you think of Lucha Underground? It's incredible. Brian, mm-hmm. what'd you think of Raw? Fell asleep during the last two matches. <laughs> Is that your scoop? No. Do you have a scoop? I do have a scoop. <gasps> oh, shit. My scoop oh, is... Oh, fuck. Wait, hang on. There's a scoop coming right now? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, guys. Hey, guys. It can work just, now just or want... the end of the show. I, I'm just letting you know. Hey, guys. Well, it's up to you. You're the one, you're the one scooping it. You, you give us a scoop now, that's fine. You want a scoop later? You scoop later. No, I think we'll scoop now. Oh, fuck, guys. Please prepare yourselves. Please get your tweets ready for the melts and for uh, B-Alves. Uh, that's uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, the authorities of professional wrestling, because mm-hmm. there's a brand new authority in town, and it's Brian. Yep. And boy, is he scooping these motherfuckers. I got I got scoops that are fucking only for 90s kids. Oh, fuck. Okay, guys, be prepared for a scoop. Brian, scoop away. This uh, this episode of Raw was, uh, was about as memorable as an episode of Mad About You. Think of like one episode of Mad About You. you I don't think I could. I can remember. I can't even remember plot points. I remember instances. I remember Paul Reiser. Uh-huh. And I remember Helen Hunt. Uh-huh. Didn't they have a dog? Is there an episode about a dog? I don't know. Because I constantly got that show mixed up with the show that David Spade was in. Wow. What was that one? Just Shoot Me? There you go. No, Just Shoot Me was okay. Mad About You... I don't remember anything about. Well, there you go. Thanks, Paul Reiser.
Who is wrestling's Paul Reiser? <laughs> right. Excellent question by Dr. Ryan. Guys, tweet at us. That's the, que- that's the, that's the go home show question of the week. And I'll probably also the episode title. The episode, the title of this episode is Who is wrestling's Paul Reiser? <laughs> Brian, who is the, who is the, who is the, uh, the Paul Reiser of the professional wrestling world? Oh, man. Who is the Paul Reiser of the professional re- on top at one point and has fallen. Paul Reiser was on top? He was the man. Paul Reiser was the man. He was. Yeah. But who was it? If you guys want to tweet at us at Go Home Show, let us know who you think the Paul Reiser of the professional wrestling world is. Hmm. That's tough. That's tough. Ooh, somebody said The Miz. Pretty good. Ooh, Ooh, somebody else said Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel might be a good answer. Yeah. Because he was he was gonna be the man in How the Mighty Have Fallen. Jack Swagger. Yeah. Jack Swagger might be the Paul Reiser of professional wrestling. Ooh. That's tough. The Miz is totally Paul Reiser. I mean, it might be the Miz. It might be the Miz. Shit. But but like Paul Reiser isn't even like around anymore. I feel like it's like Jack Swagger. Because you see him, so, like, Paul Reiser, you might see him, like, a commercial sometime, and you mm-hmm. go, oh, I do remember Paul Reiser. But, like, like, The Miz is on Raw. Yeah. Jack Swagger, I think, is on Superstars occasionally. And maybe SmackDown. Tough. 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 Well, let us know. Yeah. Tweet us. I go, sh- I go home show. I like that quote. Who is, who is professional wrestling's Paul Reiser? <laughs> you can ask Paul Reiser. Two, if Paul Reiser has a Twitter account, go ahead and tweet at him and ask him who's the wrestling equivalent of Paul Reiser. And then also just let us know how many followers he has on Twitter. <laughs> but he has a lot. <laughs> Why would you I'm follow looking Paul? it up. Why would you follow Paul Reiser? I'm looking it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking it up. The second Matador. <laughs> Paul Reiser is the second Matador. Oh, man. Paul, Brian, how, okay, t- take a guess. How many... Oh, fuck. How do you spell Reiser? R-E-I. Okay, Paul Reiser, he's verified. Uh-huh. Take a guess. You're gonna be so wrong. 24,000. Holy fucking shit, 25,000. How did you do that? Are you serious right now? Are you? Did you look up Paul Reiser's Twitter status earlier? Are you serious with that number? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I know that there are dads on Twitter. I cannot believe that you got within like a thousand of how many Paul Reiser. I can't believe that you got within five thousand of how many Twitter followers Paul Reiser has. I can't believe he has twenty five thousand. Holy shit! Wow, <sighs> Paul Reiser shouts out. Yeah. Well, guys, we got to know who's the Paul Reiser of professional wrestling. Dave Meltzer, consider yourself scooped. <laughs> Raw. Ambrose comes out and cuts us a promo. Stephanie interrupts and says she's going to make a fatal five-way. If Roman Reigns interferes, he loses the Intercontinental title. No. If he... If Roman Reigns interferes, he dis- he's disqualified and won't compete in the match on Sunday. But if Roman Reigns doesn't interfere, there's no way he's lo- he's winning with... He's leaving with his title. So that's the catch-22. Mm-hmm. There you go. Ambrose versus Owens versus Ziggler versus Stardust versus Breeze. I think Breeze is going to walk away with this one. His first win in WWE, man. I think this is going to be it. Yeah, for the IC title. Um, Ambrose just has heat on him like the whole time. The, like the whole time. He gets drop kicked by Ziggler. He gets, gets taken out by everyone. 
Owens powerbombs Breeze to the outside onto Ziggler and Stardust over the top rope. I thought that was awesome. That looked great. Ambrose reverses the pop-up the pop powerbomb and then dives to the outside. Ziggler hits a top rope face buster on Dean Ambrose. There's a disaster kick and then a super kick by Kevin Owens. A disaster kick by Stardust and then a super kick by Kevin Owens. Four-corner cannonball. He hits three out of the four. The last one gets eaten by a super kick and a beauty shot. And then there's a... Uh, the pin gets broken up. Tyler Breeze almost walked away with it. Yeah. Uh, the crowd kind of, like, bought it, too. Yeah. I, I thought that I mean, was... I thought so. Yep, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, a zigzag dirty deeds combo, where Stardust eats a dirty deeds, and then uh, Ambrose eats a zigzag, causing the dirty deeds to happen. And there's a pop-up powerbomb on Breeze, and Owens is your new champ. What? Oh, nothing. What I'm happened? Just, I'm just rereading my What's notes. the matter? What note, what note caught you off guard? I just don't know what word I wrote. What oh, word? Oh, it was paste. But it looks like paleo. Oh. Go ahead and read it with the word paleo. What's your sentence? Uh, what an interesting paleo match. Because <laughs> the, the pace was like really weird at the it, beginning of the it match. Was, it was really fast. It was very fast. And we were talking about this. Um, we were talking about how it's easy to have a multi-man match be like four, four and a half stars, like really good, because you can just like, you know, keep action, 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 but it's harder for a match like that to have five stars, because it has to go so much farther, mm-hmm. but this match was a lot of fun, uh, and Owens is your champ. Yeah, I, I'm happy with him being champ again, uh, I don't I don't see the point of Ambrose holding the title, uh, but hey, at least he's got something credible going into the World Heavyweight Championship match, which he won't win at yep. all. Uh, I... IP Sim- Simpai says, is wrestling better with alcohol or marijuana? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a fucking garbage TV show. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? What kind of question is that? Is Transformers better sober or hot? <laughs> you fucking tell me. Uh, Dean Ambrose in a backstage interview with Renee Young, he said, uh, the authority thinks they've taken everything away, but they just keep giving me opportunities. Um, and then, and then, I start writing, they end this interview like it's a real interview where Renee Young throws it back to the announce team and she goes, guys, back to you. And they go back to the announce team and then they cut right back immediately to Kevin Owens interrupting Renee Young going like, ask me questions. Yeah, this, that, whatever, talk. And I just went, couldn't, you almost ended it good. Yeah. You almost ended the interview well and you couldn't do it. Yeah. I wish they would have ended it. You couldn't fucking do it. And then come back from commercial with that or something. I don't know. So Owens is now interviewed by Renee Young. And he's like, I told you I was going to do it. And then I was going to win the title. And then Ziggler comes up and he says, congratulations on the job done. But I want a shot at that title at Fastlane. And then Kevin Owens just goes, nah, and walks away. That's okay, because later that night, they announced Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler at Fastlane. Kevin Owens okay. agreed. Okay. 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 Uh, Big E versus Mark Henry. There's a New Day promo at the beginning. Um, Big E dominates on the outside, and he sells and he starts yelling, "I'm the new sexual chocolate. I'm your daddy." Awesome. There's two splashes, an abdominal stretch uh, that gets reversed into a hip toss. Mark Henry rallies. Woods causes a distraction. Big E goes for the big ending, but Mark Henry kind of like gets out of it, falls to the ground, holds his ribs, and then Big E just goes for a pinfall. Um, Mark Henry tweeted today that he has a rib injury and he'll be back. Hmm. So that's it. That's why it, uh, the weird ending. Yeah, that it must have been like when he picked him up, he must have rolled over something or. Oh no, that was it. Was just so weird. You rare, you rarely see it, just like end like that. Yeah, but there it is. There's a time where 
uh, it doesn't end the way they expect it to, and they need a rush of finish. Yep. Uh, let's see. Brie gets interviewed in the ring, and then Charlotte comes out, and she cuts a promo on Brie, and then uh, she says, you are going to have vegan goat face babies, and then they fight. Brie will be retiring sometime this summer, apparently. Neither of these two women are entertaining on the microphone. I think Charlotte's been I think Charlotte's been better since she's been a heel. The problem isn't I don't think it's them. It's partly them. Mm-hmm. The problem is that like you try delivering that dialogue. This shit's written, man. This, they're not like they they're not doing this shit like off the cuff. Yeah, I guess. So. Like this is written. You try delivering shitty dialogue. Like it sucks. Yeah. It's not easy to deliver bad dialogue well. Yeah, cuz she was a lot better in NXT and a lot more natural and yeah. I, and I think that Raw is so scripted, it's really making both of them... Well, I mean, Brie has always been kind of uh, robotic, but it's it's really made Charlotte yep. that way, and it's eh, it's a bummer. Yep. Uh, Styles versus Miz, Y2J's on commentary. The Miz jumps Styles uh, to begin the match, and then he's in control throughout. The Miz hits neck, his, neck, his neck breaker combo, and then goes for it a second time, but uh, misses. So he hits it the first time. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Styles fires up. He hits a basement dropkick on the Miz of the outside. There's a pump handle gut buster, which we haven't seen in WWE yet, which looked really good. Mm-hmm. Hits the Pele kick and the springboard forearm. The skull crushing finale uh, by the Miz, and there's a kick out. And then the calf crusher by uh, by Styles, and that's the end of the match. Post-match, Jericho comes out and starts talking. He's, he's on commentary. He comes in and grabs a microphone, and he starts talking at Styles. Styles grabs a mic and interrupts him. He just goes, no, shut up. Let's have a match. Me and you, fast lane. And Jericho goes, mm, I'll think about it and let you know on SmackDown. Ooh! ooh tune ooh, in now. I'm really good. Tune in to SmackDown. Yeah, they're not going to uh, tell you at all on Raw. Uh, fuck you. Stupid. I get it. They're trying to push you to watch SmackDown, but like that's the most bullshit way to do it. <laughs> okay, so dumb. The Dudleys come out and cut a promo. They call out the Usos. The Usos don't come down, and the Dudleys say no more tables. That's it. I'm fine Page, with that. Page versus Summer. This is a pretty basic match, but it's not bad at all. It's really clean pretty much throughout. Yeah. Uh, the end comes where Paige goes for the PTO and Summer reverses it, pinning Paige. Didn't expect that at all. There you have it. But that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Heyman comes out and cuts a promo, uh, Comes out, calls out Reigns, and he talks about how uh, Reigns is going to get beat and et cetera, et cetera. And Reigns goes, I, got, I work for everything that I have, and I'm the good guy. <clears throat> no and cares. then the Dudleys come down, and they take out Reigns. And uh, Ambrose comes down and makes the save, and they shake hands uh, after fighting off the Dudleys, and then Ambrose pulls Reigns in for Dirty Deeds, and they are going crazy, and then Reigns kind of struggles out of it, and then, like, they're standing off, and they're like, oh, yeah, oh, Sunday, WrestleMania, okay, yeah. They fist bump. The crowd boos so fucking loud. It is the biggest heat that anybody got all night. Absolutely. I mean, Dean Ambrose is way more of a face than Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and people are just booing Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I don't know, man. And and it's you know, it's not like it's like a fifty fifty or it's even close. It's man, Dean Ambrose is just way more over. Yep. Just way more over, has been way more over, like, don't you, I don't know, don't you just want to make money off of him? No. I don't get it. No. Vince, uh, the Vincent J. McMahon Legacy of Excellence Award next week. 
What the fuck is that? I think it's a way for Triple H to get an award, so that way you boo him. Oh, I, okay, that's cool. I'm I mean, I that. would think that's what it is. I, no I, one has deserved it until now, is the thing they kept saying. I hope it's Triple H. Definitely gonna be Triple H. I think. Who the fuck else? Shins. Slater versus Ryder. Uh, Adam Rose is Robert Shapiro. Ryder is jobbing the jobbers. Broski Boot. Tope Conhilo, uh onto all the social outcasts, social outcasts on the outside by Ryder. Ryder hits the ground so fucking hard. Yeah. Like, I felt so bad. He just <laughs> he just hit so hard and then had to get up like his back wasn't fucking killing him. Yep. Uh, Bo causes a distraction. There's a crescent kick and a big DDT by Heath Slater, uh, who gets the win. Truth and Gold Dust at a restaurant. Uh, Gold Dust says that he works at the restaurant and he's a waiter and he gets a bottle of champagne on the house. And then uh, R Truth goes, We're not in your house. And then Gold Dust says, like, Yeah, I mean, it's not 1997, which had me laughing so fucking hard. And I wish it didn't. The lamest joke. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It's cool. I love, uh, I love this angle. And then they spray fucking champagne all over R Truth's date. I just don't get these segments because they're going to team up and then what? Lose? Like, they're just going to lose. I don't get it. Um, Lucha Dragons and Neville against Alberto Del Rio, Sheamus, and Rusev. There's a triple dive spot, which was the spot of the night, which is uh, Sin Cara, suicide dives through the ropes. Kalisto and Neville both moonsault off the top rope to the outside. The timing was perfect. It looked great. Heat on Kalisto for, like, the whole match. Hot tag to King, uh, King Sara. Sin Cara. Everyone goes to the outside. Sin Cara dives. Barrett causes a distraction. Sin Cara gets stomped to fucking shit. It, but it was like the worst spot because he had to like go to like the middle rope and hang there so unnaturally for so long. Yeah. But like that stomp looked like it fucked him up. Oh yeah. It just looked like this big like diving drop kick like straight down. Uh, they show earlier bad jump team bad jumps Becky in the back. And uh, Del Rio cuts a promo backstage that says the only reason that Kalisto has the U.S. title is because he let him win. Okay. Uh, Becky versus Naomi. Out the gate, Becky hits a T-bone suplex. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Naomi comes back inside and starts hitting speedball Mike Bailey type kicks. Yeah. What the fuck? She's been hanging out in PWG. What the fuck? Uh, there's a roll through on a pin to the disarmer, and that's the end of the match. Tamina comes in and jumps Becky. Uh, there's a beat down on Becky until Sasha comes down and makes the slowest save I think I've ever seen. She's like taking off her earrings, taking off her necklace. While this is all happening, Tamina just like Samoan drops Becky Lynch. And that's that. She can handle it. Yep. And then, uh, so I guess Sasha and Becky run, run off Tamina and Naomi. Big show against Braun Strowman. Wyatt promo. Suplex to Strowman. Wyatt's jump the big show. Ryback makes the save. Kane makes the save. That's your main event. What a fucking shitty main event. Horrible main event. Awful. Awful. Did not like it at all. No. Okay, how about we get to an email? Austin mm -hmm. B. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose has proven to me in the last couple weeks he's the number one guy better than Reigns has in the past year. Better than Reigns? Okay. And they pushed him super hard. My question is why push Roman as their top guy over Dean when Dean is more popular, better on the mic, better in the ring, and more than anything else, WWE understands how to book him. They've proven time and time again how they have no idea how to how to book Reigns, while on the other hand, WWE's been booking Ambrose super well the past couple of Raws. It just made me think if Dean was the one they got a super huge push a year ago, 
Raw would have been way more entertaining for that time. I don't want to sound like a Roman hater. I'm not, or a Dean fanboy. I'm not, so sorry if I do. Also, please talk about the tightest thing, because the weirdest, most confusing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. We agree. And, uh, I don't know why they don't put... I mean, this is ever. This is what everyone's saying, is, like, Dean Ambrose is the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you can see it. They just don't push him. I mean, we've, we've been saying that since back when he was still in The Shield. Uh, I think Roman Reigns is... Vince McMahon's guy. Vince McMahon thinks he can make the most money with that guy. I think that's I that's think it. that's pretty much the be all end all to that conversation. But but why I don't understand because he's not he's not like bigger than mm-hmm. most other guys. He doesn't have the normal look that he, you know that Vince McMahon is going for. So yep. like why are they so behind him? That that's the part that keeps getting me. Like you have somebody like Dean Ambrose where the crowd is nuts for him, and you you just aren't giving him that push. Yep. I don't uh, understand it. Email, last email from A. Jones G. I don't know why you have so many names. Hey, Go Home Show. <clears throat> I didn't even shorten the first one. A. Jones G. Yeah. Uh, hey, Go Home Show. Since we're not too far out of WrestleMania, I was curious what you would want to happen for this major event. I've been trying to figure out how WWE is going to attempt to make Reigns versus Triple H entertaining. And all I can figure is they're planning on forcing The Rock into it somehow, which would be a complete waste of The Rock and likely lead to an abysmal main event. So how would you book it from Fastlane, since that's basically set in stone at this point, up until WrestleMania? What would the main event be? What would the women's title match be? Uh, Undertaker match? Major players to be used? Etc. I don't think there's any possible way for WrestleMania 32 to be memorable or entertaining, given the things that are booked so far. But maybe both of you can come up with something. That is from Grant. I have no idea. The main event will be Triple H versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea who the Undertaker will face. I don't know who the Intercontinental title match will be. Mm-hmm. I assume the WrestleMania match will be for the women's title will be Sasha versus Charlotte, and they'll give it a lot of time, and it'll be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I don't know. I have no idea. WrestleMania is like a mystifying thing. Mm-hmm. Do I think it'll be entertaining? Yes. That's it. I, I think It typically is. I think it's going to be less entertaining than last year's, which wasn't that entertaining except for Seth Rollins cashing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you shouldn't have Undertaker face anybody this year because it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm so done with Undertaker matches. Um, I don't care anymore. The whole point was that the streak, and now the streak has been broken, and I was really hoping he'd be done. Yep. Um, he doesn't need to wrestle anymore, so so don't. I mean, you just, you have all these people on your roster I don't want to see in a match because all they do is book matches I've already seen. Yep. And, and not in a way where it's like, we're building a grudge, like mm-hmm. like when you had Stone Cold versus The Rock, I mean, they must, they must have faced each other like six, seven times, Yep. Uh, even before they became World Heavyweight Champion each, and like, boy, were they all entertaining, but nowadays you have, you know, the booking that we have where you see Dolph Ziggler versus uh, Kevin Owens six weeks in a row <laughs> and you just want to die. So I don't know. I've, I have I have little to no faith in this year's WrestleMania, which maybe will turn out better for me. Yep. There you go. We did it. Episode 96 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. Uh, wrapping it up, guys. If you want to get a hold of us, you can. At Go Home Show on Twitter. TheGoHomeShow.tumblr.com. Go Home Show at Mega64.com. Uh, let's see, youtube.com slash Eric Boudoir and also on twitch.tv slash mega64podcast every Tuesday at 7.45pm uh, that's where you can find us if you want to go on uh, iTunes or wherever you get the podcast, leave us a 5 star rating 
uh, let us know uh, that you like wrestling. Or don't. I don't care. Uh, doesn't help me any. Just fucking, as long as you're watching and listening, I don't really give a shit what you do also. <laughs> but let us, but do let us know, above all else, who is the Paul Reiser of professional wrestling. Yes. Uh, do let us know. Uh, but guys, that's it. Episode 96 of the Go Home Show is in the books. Brian, do you have anything to say to these fine folks uh, before we wrap this up? Uh, I just want to say that uh, I dedicate this show to uh, my house uh-huh. uh, where I can go home. <laughs>